So those of you of a certain age will remember the U2 classic, I still haven't found what I'm looking for. And even if that wasn't from your time, it's well worth looking up and listening to. Because there's a reason why that resonated so powerfully. It's a question that gets asked almost eternally through the ages. Something I hear a lot. I'm actually leading a Bible study at another place, and the pastor decided to call it Looking for My Purpose. And it's the most attended thing I've ever done. People who've never picked up a Bible in their life are just drawn to that question, well, what is my purpose? And how would you answer that question? What am I here for? Why am I here? What does God want me to do? What am I meant to do? Am I following my purpose? Am I not following it? Will I be fulfilled if I find it? It's one of the most common, deepest questions we often ask ourselves. Now think about it for a minute. So Jesus there, he encounters the disciples, and he could ask them anything. But he asks the question that almost any human being has at some point in their life. What are you looking for? And think about it for yourself at different stages of your life, how you might have answered that question. I'm looking for a victory for our team. I'm looking for a dry diaper. I'm looking for a fulfilling relationship. I'm looking for some success in my work. I'm looking for some peace or health. What are you looking for? So Jesus meets them exactly where any human being often is. That's the question. He doesn't make small talk. He goes right to the heart of it. But what do they say to them? I mean, think of how they might have answered that question if just another person in their life had asked it. Probably the same kinds of things. Well, I'm looking for good health or I'm looking for a lot of fish in my next catch. But in the presence of Jesus, they answer it in a way that maybe they never would have thought of answering it before. Certainly not a way they'd answer to just some other person. What are you looking for? And what do they say? Where are you staying? Now you don't ask someone where they're staying unless perhaps you're thinking about going there. Imagine you met a person, a stranger, and they just said, hey, where are you staying? It'd creep you out. You may or may not answer the question truthfully. Where are you staying? And I think that's John's way. This is from John's gospel. His way of saying that when you're in the presence of Jesus, all of a sudden, what are you looking for becomes whom are you looking for? And that sounds very nice. You know, what am I looking for? It's not an it, but a who. Turn that into a meme, slap it on Instagram. I'm sure someone's already done it by now. But to take it seriously and ask yourself, well, what, what does that look like? And we say that kind of thing, you know, the, the solution to our, our problems, the satisfaction of our longing, it's not a what, it's a who. And in the presence of Jesus, it's as if for these disciples, that just comes instinctively to them. And it's the same thing for us, but a lot of times we don't recognize it necessarily. We don't have the guy Jesus of Nazareth right in our face. But think about it for a minute. What are those things that are most meaningful for you? And I'll bet you don't have to try too hard to realize other people are involved in it. What are those most meaningful relationships you've known over the course of your life? Or what would you name right now? 
Because, yeah, you've had this success, you've had that success, you've got this thing, you've got that thing. But we all experience those coming and going. But what are the relationships that have brought out the best in you? And sometimes those are the very same relationships that bring out the worst in us. But we care that they're the worst in us. And we want to make them right. Or our hearts are breaking over it. Or we want to bring some consolation to the other. In the Gospel of John, that's where you find Jesus saying, Love one another as I have loved you. That's where you find him saying, this is how I've loved you. I can't love you any more than to give myself for you. That idea of self-sacrificial love. Not only to give it, but to receive it. And somehow, instinctively, that's what the disciples see in the presence of Jesus. Not, here's what I'm looking for, but where are you staying? I need to be with you. Did they fully get who Jesus was and where all that was going? No, probably not. But the point is, we live on the other side of the Gospel of John. We know all the right language, but a lot of times we just keep that focused only on Jesus and don't recognize that we have that encounter in and through one another. That's what it means to be the body of Christ if we take that language seriously. So just maybe a little spiritual exercise as we go into this second week of ordinary time. Right? We're all going to be inside trying to stay warm, so this is a great question. Whom are you looking for? And, okay, Jesus, but maybe just bracket Jesus off for a minute and say, well, who's the person you're looking for? Who's the person you are so grateful to be with or you long to be with or you think about the memory of being with them? And automatically it brings you a sense of love or calm or peace or gratitude. And then just ask yourself, now what are the opportunities I have in and through those encounters to give of myself freely and also to receive from them freely? It has to go both ways or it never goes at all. And as St. Joe's continues for us to think about, how do I invite other people into church? How do I bring them out? Come on, it's five below. Where else would you rather be than St. Joe's? <laughs> to get an enthusiastic, I will go where you go. Thank you, choir. They're going to want to do that if they want to be with you. And even if they're a relatively new acquaintance, there's something in you, in what you've introduced to them, in a willingness to spend time with them, show interest in them. To simply say, there's something that I care about and I want to share it with you. And maybe it takes a while before it means come to Mass, but maybe it means grab a cup of coffee or stop by sometime or come by my cubicle. Make it a little less cubicle. Those are the opportunities where the spirit of the Gospel comes to life. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. But whom are we looking for? We know the answer to that question a lot of times better than we think.